1: Learn more at marines.com.
2: This is Reception Perception, the show. James Coe and Matt Harmon.
1: Uh, James Coe, Matt Harmon on Reception Perception, the show. If you enjoy the program, uh, we wouldn't hate it if you liked and subscribed to the podcast as well. All right, the big game on the docket, though, was Cincinnati-Buffalo, and boy, did that game not live up to the billing. What in the hell happened to buffalo matt Harmon. they absolutely did a no-show uh during the divisional round it just was it's baffling how bad they played in that game
2: you know i wrote for yahoo on monday morning and, and i i feel really strongly about this that i think buffalo had been trying to tell us all year that we overrated their roster that we overrated their um chance it they're just they're they're like all in this to win the super bowl and then i think they really screamed it to us on sunday like i think they've been trying to tell us all year and then on sunday right. they really let us know for sure and i you know it comes back there are obviously bigger problems you know with the or not maybe not bigger problems but there are other problems with the bills i mean the fact that they couldn't They couldn't get any pressure on Joe Burrow, despite the fact that he's playing with three backup offensive linemen, and they have invested. I know they have had injuries, obviously, chiefly, that Tavon Miller was like their icing on the cake sort of signing there as a pass rusher, but they've invested a lot of resources in the defensive line, and they couldn't touch him. I mean, they couldn't touch him at all, all afternoon, basically. Um, You know, their, their defense has sort of been in a slight decline and doesn't show up in big games consistently. Uh, over the last probably two years, for sure, like I think that's a problem. I've, obviously, their offensive line was a huge problem all year. I'm getting sick of the fact that they can't run the ball either, and that they don't even like really try to run the ball. I'm getting a little bit sick of that. But they're another team, a be- uh, definitely less drastically than the Giants that we just talked about, because they have Stephon Diggs. But they're another team that I think desperately needs to remake their pass catching core um, around Steph Diggs, like. There, Gabe Davis was. I I know this is harsh, James, and I, I I but I wrote this in my column. I said it in our Discord, like. Gabe Davis got steamed up fantasy draft boards because people don't watch film and they don't understand players period. And I know that sounds harsh, but that's just that's just the truth of the matter cuz you and I think the Bills like they felt but the Bills fell hook light and sinker for the playoff performance last year too cuz they rolled him out there as a the number 2 receiver with no competition. He was a problem. Their slot receiver position was a problem all year long as well. Like they were just an easier offense to to defend than I think we expected heading into the year. So the the Bills, uh, I mean, look, they have Josh Allen, they have Stephon Diggs. They'll be right back here next year. They don't have a ton of work to do, but I do think they have to take a hard look in the mirror about the guys that they roll out on offense around Josh Allen.
1: You know, the defense, I think, just it doesn't, from a – Talent standpoint, they're there. I they're A plus. You know what I mean? Sean McDermott though, he absolutely utterly dropped the ball. This is a defensive minded head coach, and that defense absolutely stunk up the joint. Um, what I don't understand in regards to the Bills is okay, let's say you're you know, you give up some broken play touchdowns to start off, you're out the jump, you're down 14 zippers, right? Okay, fine. Um, bro, at halftime, you got to make some adjustments. Right. Like maybe yeah. you say, ah, there were broken plays, you know, we'll just play our base defense and, and we'll get by. No. I mean, the rest yeah. of the first half, the Bengals did whatever they wanted, whenever they wanted. They ran the ball right down Buffalo's throat. Uh, and I think the passing defense this year took a huge slide as compared to last year. And I don't know, to be honest with you, look, Trey White is a great player, but him coming off that injury and them trying to incorporate him into this defense did not work, Didn't work this down. year. It absolutely did not work. Um, and he was flat out a liability out there. And for whatever reason, the communication just is not there when they were trying to work in Trey White. And again, Trey Davis when he's healthy, is one of the top two corners in the NFL. I just don't think he was healthy. I don't think he was right coming into 2022. I'll tell you what just drove me nuts, though, is the fact that, okay, the Bengals have three backup O-linemen, right? And realistically, you could say, well, they got two backup O-linemen because they haven't played with one of the starters for a real long time. Fine, Okay, but regardless, with the holes on the offensive line, the Bills blitzed on just 21% of the passing downs there against the Bengals. Look, it's just not enough. It's just not enough, just yeah. not enough when... Joe Burrow is slicing and dicing you to bits. You got to make that you got to make that defensive adjustment in the second half and they absolutely did not. They played their base defense again and again and again and when they needed stops they still did not change anything up, you know? Like come in yeah. with come in with, with, with just go press at the line you know, and, and blitz. Let's just see what happens. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know, man, to me, I just, it, it was frustrating watching the game plan play out because they made zero adjustments. I thought Josh Allen had one of his worst games um, uh, all year long. I mean, you don't even need to go past, you know, the box score to know that he he played bad, right? Like 25 of 42, 265 through the air, no touchdowns, one interception, uh, 59% completion rate, a 68 Point one uh, quarterback rating. None of that is good. Absolutely none of that is good. And he couldn't get out of the pocket. Eight carries yeah. for twenty six yards. Like it was an absolute shutdown. By the way, the defensive coordinator. What's his name? Lou and I can't. Lou Anna Rumo. I can never say his last name. Lou Anna This guy needs to get some head coaching consideration. Yeah. He has been playing. He has been game planning his ass off all year long. Remember when they lost Chidi Awuzie? I, they didn't I miss know. a beat. They didn't miss I thought that would show up beat. particularly
2: in this game, right? For for all the crap I just talked about, Gabe Davis, we know he can rip it deep. Um obviously they have Stefan Diggs, like he can take a corner back to the woodshed too, you know, especially on the outside. But I you're I'm I'm glad you brought up Lou Anarumo because I think when you juxtapose how you talk about um uh, Anarumo's defenses versus Sean McDermott and Leslie Frazier and what they're doing in Buffalo, you're so right that they go out there and they just run their stuff. And I think in today's NFL against some of the quarterbacks in the league right now, particularly Joe (laughs) effing Burrow. Like if if you're not changing the picture, if you're not changing the picture at the line of scrimmage, if you're just running out there and running the same stuff over and over again, you're going to get filleted. I mean, because this isn't so, I mean you're going to give a single coverage on the outside. We'll just, we'll take it and rip it. Uh, We'll go down the field. But if you're going to, give us just like soft zone, free releases. Like they'll take those little hitches to Jamar chase and stop routes all day to Jamar chase every single, they'll just go down the field. And like the first, nobody ever brings Jamar chase down in the first tackle attempt. He almost always breaks the first tackle. So he'll turn five yard stop routes into 10 yard gains and they'll just go right down the field. And that's pretty much exactly what happened during the game. So I, I agree that I think Sean McDermott has done a great job um, as the Buffalo bills head coach obviously. Um, but I think from uh, he comes from the Ron Rivera tree and like Rivera was the same way in Carolina. And I mean, McDermott was this way as a defensive coordinator in Carolina. And I think you could argue that Rivera's gotten this has done the same thing basically in Washington from a defensive standpoint. And obviously with Jack Del Rio there, it's just a run your stuff defense. And then you have guys like Lou Anarumo who remember the AFC championship last year that we're getting a rematch of in the first half, Mahomes was just cutting them up, and then they went to a lot of drop eight stuff. They they right. you know, didn't send a time change heat. it up. At halftime, they adjusted. Anarumo has been great at that. And then you look at these guys like Frazier and McDermott, who've you know sort of been around the block for a minute. Especially Leslie Frazier's been in the in the league for a while. You gotta you gotta change the picture on these quarterbacks, or, or you're you're gonna get smoked.
0: I
1: just—I thought it was just baffling um, what they did, and you know what they've gotten by with Matt is just talent. You know they've yeah. been so talented on the defensive side. So when they've had just... they've
2: had injuries in the secondary too, beyond mm-hmm. beyond just Tre Davis White coming back from a torn ACL. Like for sure, obviously, um, you know Micah Micah Hyde's been out for a long time. Jordan Poyer missed time. You know Demar Hamlin was a backup. Obviously, we know he's not playing right now. So um, they've had a lot of like rookies cycling in and out there. It's it's been. And it's funny, though, because again, a lot of those McDermott defenses in Carolina, they would have just nobody's off the street coming in and playing. Like uh, they'd sign whatever old veteran quarterback was available, cornerback was available to play. They'd throw him in there. um, You know, oh, you knew Rivera when he coached the the Chargers 10 years ago? Come on and play for us here for a minute, whatever. (laughs) We'll throw you out there and you'll have like a real solid season. And then we'll throw a bunch of fifth round picks at safety and it'll be fine. But that was like, eight years ago at this point that was like eight years ago at this point the quarterbacks are better now they're smarter and everything it's just like defenses has changed so yeah it's you're right it's it's they have gotten by on talent and then when they have injuries this is the result
1: yeah it's just so bad and and again they they have arguably one of the best you know linebacking cores uh in the nfl and it just didn't matter not even in the run game i mean my god even joe mixon was just running wild on them it just it made no sense to me um I don't know, but going into the off season. Okay. So they need a number two, but Matt, I I would almost argue that they really need a reliable slot guy that could just get open. Um, and, and in a hurry, you know, like a guy that can just separate like in an instant, um, these long developing plays that, um, kind of sort of, I think, feed into Josh Allen's bad tendencies Uh, again, they, they just need a clearer picture underneath for Josh Allen to kind of take what's available to him. And listen, he'll do that too. But right now they don't really got a guy. I think that can get open in the short, um, in the short area of the field quickly.
2: Yeah. And I agree with you that it feeds into Josh Allen's worst habits because to start the year, it was like man and uh, you know Allen said today and he's talked about like the elbow injury and how that affected him, which we all knew, we all knew that was what was going to happen like as soon as the Bills got eliminated from the playoffs so they won the Super Bowl it was going to be well yeah by the way by the way Josh Allen's elbow's been bugging him all year which is probably a, it's I'm not saying I'm not saying it's not true but we knew that was going to be the case cuz like as soon as he hurt the elbow it's like okay well it's it's not like he's not Jake Delomer Ben Roethlisberger with his elbows, but to fall off cause he's an old man, but it's probably yeah. going to bug him the rest of the year. And I think objectively true, like it, it bothered him the rest of the year, but I agree with you that at the beginning of the year, he was getting the ball to running backs. You know, he was targeting running backs at a higher rate than he ever had. He had been sort of looking like, all right, I'm taking those, those quicker hitting routes, even if they're not perfect, even if they're like Isaiah McKenzie or they're, you know, digs or whatever, I'm not always looking for the deep shot, but I think, The more he played, and the more the offense kind of fell into chaos mode, the more he just lived in chaos mode. I mean, some of like the game against the Dolphins was extreme. Like he's like, settle down, man, and like take the check down. Stop (laughs) trying to you know throw go routes all over the place. Like give me a break. So I think it did contribute to Allen's worst habits. But yeah, it's it is tough how they attack the receiver position because. Now, I still like Khalil Shakir, and I think he showed some flashes, but we don't have a lot to go off to just be like, oh, Khalil Shakir will be our slot receiver next year. I think that would be kind of aggressive. But we we certainly don't – we don't need Cole Beasley back in the mix here. I mean, that was, that was rough. <laughs> we don't need no Cole you know, back there.
1: Oh, God, you know who might be a really interesting fit here? What about Juju Smith-Schuster? What do you think about him playing uh, in this offense?
2: I was thinking maybe – I mean, he might be priced out because, like, Jacoby Myers I think is a good real real good player that's and and I think that and like yeah he can beat man coverage more than Juju can beat man coverage but I think he'll probably be priced that's the problem is like now Josh Allen's contract like jumps up you know now now it's it's going to be hard to go out there and like they're not going to make a Von Miller signing that's for sure but you know maybe a mid-tier receiver like a Juju or a or a I mean Juju's just so limited but I I, I definitely think a Jacoby Myers would be really interesting but yeah i think i do think because they have shakir in the mix like he might get interesting but um and again he's a prospect that liked i think they're gonna have to draft guys like that's the thing because you know we're talking we're talking about how these teams that d- lost this weekend need help at wide receiver to varying degrees and then you look at the teams that won this weekend all of them have built these great except kansas city because they have Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> like, don't right. ignore ignore whatever's going on in Kansas City and don't try to replicate it because you don't have Patrick Mahomes, period. Right. But, like, you know, uh, 49ers, they drafted and developed Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. Ayuk is still on a rookie contract. Philadelphia, um, they ha- obviously traded for A.J. Brown, but they have uh, Devontae Smith, draft, developed, rookie contract. And then, of course, in Cincinnati, draft, developed Jamar Chase, uh, T. Higgins, T. Higgins. Both Higgins, those dudes yeah. are on rookie quarterback. So, like, I think if you're a team like Buffalo uh yeah you could keep throwing money at the defense you got to get better there you got to get better on the offensive line but i would definitely spend like maybe even like your late first round pick and get like who again i'm not super familiar with the prospects right now but i would potentially think about going young and try to draft develop wide receivers to um have them cost controlled while steph diggs is still making a lot of money